This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. It's our five of the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, Tim in Carthage is in on text. Boys, you don't have enough dump button for me tonight. We'll take your word for it, Tim. I know a lot of Cowboys fans out there are frustrated. But it is time now for the 6 o'clock sound off at 877-881-1053. Your one opportunity of the week to call in, compete against your fellow Tolos for the best call, the best take of the night. Couple of lines open if you'd like to jump in here on a holiday Monday in the G-Bag Nation. Obviously, uh, you know, the big topic is where do the Cowboys go from here? Can you still buy in? Who would be your head coach if you were in the Jones family? Um, is Jordan Love better than Dak? Is Trey Lance better than Dak at 877-881-1053? You know, there are only a couple of rules here on the sound off. First of all, you got to bring it. Oh, I can't hear you. Sound off like you got a pair. Of course, the second rule is that you only have 30 seconds. And the third rule, we cannot tell you, but if you uh, violate it, you'll probably hear the dial tone on, on your end. You'll be hung up on. But the hint is we're doing just fine. Thank you very much. Gentlemen, is there anything you need to get off your chest here before we uh, jump into the Tolo's phone calls? This, there's still uh, one line open, but uh, Lucius is busy getting them screened up over there just to give it a second. We good? Yeah, I, yeah I'm just kind of into this thinking about the coach and search or what could be a coach and search and, you know, the route that maybe Jerry go. I, I think that I think he's going to give McCarthy an opportunity to sit down. I think they're going to lose Dan Quinn. So now cool. McCarthy is going to have to figure out how to convince Jerry that they can, in fact, get over this playoff hump. You know, the regular season stuff's not the problem, but he's going to have to convince him. What What are you going to do different in the playoffs? Hmm. You know, your quarterback's two and five. Last several years, last three playoffs, we've you know had some disappointment. San Francisco games were tough, but that this one has the owner has to really really get your attention. Do you think Dan Quinn goes to Seattle? I think Dan ends up in. Another, I don't know where he goes. I think Dan ends up in another place. So if now, he's not a head coach, you think he'll leave and be a DC somewhere else? I, you know what? The, That's how bad that game went. I I don't know if he. Would, I mean, this this guy's coaching staff helped you fix your offense. Yeah, he's had a that's, really good defense see, in every year. That's what I wonder: is will, will McCarthy's plan be to replace Dan Quinn with somebody else, with Joe Witt? You know, somebody mm-hmm. that was with him eleven years in Green Bay, that kind of thing. Well, you know, would or would Dan just you know decide? Ah, you know, this is. I, I don't know. That that's what's kind of got me. I think McCarthy is. I think McCarthy's got to convince Jerry for a reason to stay. Yeah. And I think he has to, and I think Jerry needs to ask him about his plan if Dan leaves. Yeah. What is your plan if Dan leaves? And Co-head maybe, coaches with Belichick? I, yeah, I don't. Wouldn't that be juicy? <laughs> yeah, that would be juicy. It'd be fun. But, yeah, you got to figure this thing out. Got to figure it out. Okay, at 877-881-1053, uh, that is the top storyline here as we go into this week. What is the Cowboys uh, coaching staff going to do? But it is time now for you to sound off on anything. It's not time to ask questions. It's time for you to let them have it. And line one is David in Burleson. You're in the 6 o'clock sound off. David, what do you got? Hey, I'll tell you, this is all about karma. Uh, Tony Romo should have never lost his job in 2013 because you don't lose your job to injury in the NFL. 
and all but everybody didn't want to break up the continuity of the team, and all Dak had to do was hand off left, hand off right. He wasn't nothing but a bus driver. He didn't have any interceptions because he only threw the ball four yards down the field. Now look what we got. That's 27 seconds, and thank you for the call, David and Burleson. That would be an unfortunate reality. Just as we get over the Jimmy curse, you get a Tony Romo curse. Yeah, there's no Tony Romo curse. Uh, how soon we forget the amount of games Tony Romo choked away to? He won your answer. Shut up. You know, it's, it's funny. Five interceptions in one game, and he'll still win that junk, though, bro. <laughs> We're off to a rocking 6 p.m. sound off. You know, Start. We are, we've already garnered a, Tony Romo. a shut up out of well, Walchuck. I love it. Witten and Witten <laughs> and Dez even turned their back on Romo. Hey, sound oh, off like Romo. He saved you. Shut up, David. I think Wolchuk's going to excuse himself and call in and dominate this sound off on the phone lines. <laughs> no, uh, line two is your man Ice B here in the G Bag Nation. Sound off like you got a pair, Ice. Hey, fellas. All I'm saying is, Jerry, give up, man. We need a new general manager. You're 80-some years old. You can barely get through a sentence. Blah, 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 blah. Dak Prescott. Oh, Ezekiel. We need a new general manager. The game has passed you by. Micah, please go to another team. You're wasting your years here. We want to see you be successful. Son of a gun of a sailor. We're playing at an overrated damn convention center. I'm sick of it. Good call, Ice B. He just called AT&T an overrated convention center? He did. The home of the Packers. Oh, it's pretty funny. It is kind of like that, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Low-key. Wow, it is very low-key. You know? I didn't like those shots he did at Jerry, though. That was kind of crazy. You know, I, it, maybe it got a little personal in there. Uh, there was a lot of sports passion coming over the, the phone line. But uh, the, the general point I agree with. And the other thing I want to bring up is it's, it's you know it's starting to sound like Romo and Witten at the end where it's like hey we've been around a long yeah. time we can't we can't t- keep talking about this stuff it's time for one of us to go out and actually do it I mean that was eight years ago sure. we're just cycling it again yeah. new cast new thing and guys who are just beside themselves you know not being able to believe that this is happening again Dax in his prime please he's got like three years left of it just throw all your money at it pretend you're Sean Payton. Throw all your money with a massive credit card into the next two seasons and say, you know, when we get to 2026 and 2027, we might have a big salary cap issue on our hands. We're not going to win then, but we're going to try like hell to win now. We're going to borrow money from the future to buy more players now. By, by the time you get to 2027, who knows how many more injuries Dak's going to have? How much more slower could the guy get? You know, go win the championship. Line three is Rodeo. Ron, you're in the G-Bag Nation. Ron, sound off like you got a pair. Jerry Jones, fire Mike McCarthy. I love Dan Quinn, but fire his ass too because he chokes too. Fire everyone except for Ferguson, CD, and Micah Parsons. And make sure you fire yourself or donate the team to Junk for Joy. What happened, Jerry? Did you take the team to Harry Hines on Saturday night so they kept the STD? The whole thing's done. We are America's embarrassment. And if you're not embarrassed with these Cowboys with Rodeo Ron, Junk is your mean, what have you had? That's right, Ron. I'll tell you what, Ron, he was the defending champ last time, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah he's looking yeah. for he's looking he's a, for back to back titles. He's looking for back to back titles. He's in his bag there. Yeah, I swear. Literally. 
<laughs> after Ron got engaged, he fell off for like two he or did. three weeks. He did. He got called out, and since then he's been on fire. Yeah. He, yeah, he just needed a little jump start he there. Did. That's he, did, all. he needed to be called out a little bit. He's yeah. done a great job. He just got married. He was still his representative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't want to show her yet how crazy he really get. <laughs> he said they went to Harry Hines and had the talent sucked right out of him on Saturday night before K. That's incredible. That's good. That that was that that might have been Ron's finest work. That was great. Line four is Rudy. Sound off like he got a pair. I think this is an absolute disgrace, but they've done exactly what they do every single year. They hype this team up as if it was a Super Bowl competitor. And what did we see? We've seen them not be able to stop the run. We've seen them not be able to run the ball. There goes Dan Quinn. He's got to go. Now, I'm going to tell you, we don't need to blow up the entire team, but give Mike McCarthy one more year. If you can't do nothing, he's got to go because we can't waste this in the next season, Dak's possibly best season coming up. Just like we did with Romo and Jason Garrett, we cannot do that with Dak. He's got maybe two left, and that's it. So I think you're right. Put every bit of money you got into making this next year, the next two years, everything we got. Period, Thanks, point blank, get it done. That's a good call. Went over 30 seconds, but yeah. uh, I agreed with what he was saying, so I'll let him go a little extra. Yeah, long. he did. At 877-881-1053. We're going to get through all these calls. We'll vote on who is the champion. Some good ones already, other than uh, you know David the Tony Romo line that ticked off Zach. I kind of liked the take, uh, uh, but uh, it, it aggravated Zach. Yeah. Line five is bonus Dan. You're in the G-Bag Nation bonus, Dan. What, how the heck are you doing? Sound off like you got a pair. I am feeling great. I am home making homemade hamburgers in my iron skillet. And guess what, guys? They come out amazing. Me and my buddy blowing through a case of Bud Light. How about them stars, man? That's all I got to say. There he goes. Bonus Dan moving yeah, on. Way too happy. Yeah. I think he's saying nothing to see here, guys. Holy hell, Dan. Nothing unexpected. I want whatever you're doing. I think Dan probably gave up on this a long time ago. I don't know yeah. what the hell's happening. That's what he sounds like he's saying. Dan's yeah. like, why, why are you guys I all stressing? I've got the best meat. Cooking burgers, I, I, watching I, hockey balls. I'm, cook, yeah, I'm cooking burgers. burgers. I'm having a Bud Light. Sipping on the Bud Light. Yeah. Man, just, are you guys talking about the same play that's been running for 30 years? I've I've seen it conclude enough times to to know how it's going to go. Line six is Israel. You're in the nation. What you got? Yeah, hey, a little shout out to uh, Jerry Davis. Just to let you know, uh, the the Dallas faithful done been had you figured out. Uh, that's that's what's up, man. Belichick ain't going to hit his wagon. It's no chump. That's what's up. There he goes, Israel. Yeah. Just a quick one. That's what's up? It was uh, translate for me. That's an, that's an Al Davis blast. Oh, okay. Jerry Jones running the team like he's Al Davis. Oh. Jerry Davis. He ha- he's having a lot more success oh, than old Al. He called me Jerry Davis. Oh. That's a compliment for Al Davis. I'd say. Yeah. Jerry would probably yeah. like it too. Yeah. <laughs> Winning us owner in that franchise over the last four years. You know me, I'll fire a coach. <laughs> okay. Uh, line seven is Mike. You're in the G-Bag Nation. Mike, sound off like you got a pair. Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, listen, I've been a fan of the that's rule three. Mike, I'm sorry about that. That's rule three. Just yeah. a little radio gimmick there. You can call back, though, Mike. Doing great, though, Mike. We really are. When we get a line open. Mm-hmm. It's a common theme. Mike's dropping the ball here locally. <laughs> not paying attention. <laughs> not buttoned up, Mike. Not attention to detail. Detail-oriented, lack of, bro. Lack of it. Come on. Line eight, Steven. You're in the nation. Steven, sound off like you got a pair. If you can't show up when the pressure is on you, if you can't fit it into the tight windows, if you can't switch your arm angles, if you can't read through all your progressions, then you shouldn't be here. Bobby Belt, 
You think you still think Dak's better than Stafford? Get off the damn station, then. Who is that gentleman? Steven. Steven. All right. Steven Jones? No. <laughs> oh. Just Steven out there on, uh, on, the, on the phone line. Jack hater, huh? Steven on a mobile. Sounds like Bobby Bell, too. Yeah, he didn't hit you with the at the end of the day and hats off to him, you yeah, know. Yeah. That's how you know what Steven Jones. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Talent acquisition. Yeah, 24-7. You know. 24-7. You can't fit the tight window and you can't change your arm I said, angle. I just said Dak hater is what I said. Is that is is that what Dak needs to do? He needs to be able to drop down and whip it around that know, I think Dak can do it pretty well, moving to his left, moving to his right. I don't think that's a problem there. Throwing tight coverage just has doesn't play well in the playoffs typically. Yeah, really doesn't. He's regular. I think the arm angle stuff. The thing about it was the you either p- have that or you don't. Yeah, the pass, the the one pass again that he threw to the middle that Lamb didn't connect with the first yeah. pass. That was that was on Dak. He didn't set his feet. He just kind of like tried to get back to the middle late, and that was a mistake. Line nine's Wee Wee James. Which guy, Wee Wee? Okay, it was gonna be three, but it's four now. Okay. First call to get your years right, it was 2016. It wasn't 2013 when uh, Dak came in. Second of all, uh, McCarthy, got to go. Mm. Third, uh, Dak, you in trouble. You mess up again next year, you out of here. Mm. Fourth of all, Big Lou, you messed up. You had a caller two months ago talking about he wee wee James. That's a fake-ass wee wee James. There's only one wee wee James. Call him out. Me. Yeah. All right. Call him out, bro. Wee wee. Wee, wee, we're about to have a wee wee off. We can have a wee wee off. Oh, oh no, we can't. <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> have a good night, dude. Love you, wee wee. <laughs> Cheers. Back to the top we go. Let's see if we can get in three more phone calls before we vote on the G bag uh, on the six o'clock sound off champion. And it's Eddie. Sound off, Eddie. Well, boys, I think that's killed three offensive coordinators and is about to kill his third head coach. And I'm not suggesting that they're all great at their jobs, but there's one thing that we can definitely agree on. There's one thing in common. It's the quarterback. Mm. Is get, you, we're getting about all that we can expect to get out of a fourth-round pick. Jerry needs to stop trying to bargain basement shop for his quarterback position. And I and I believe that McCarthy is out. Mm. I I'd open if if I were one of the Joneses, I'd back the Brinks truck up and I'd hire Belichick and Vrabel to be the coach in waiting and be the DC. That's the way I'd roll, boys. Appreciate you, Eddie. That does open a line, a solid call there, and we got two more to go. I, I just wanted to go through this real quick and follow up on that, Eddie, and, and everybody here in studio and in the audience. I mean, last year it was Jalen Hurts. The year before that, it was Matt Stafford. These are NFC representatives. Tom Brady was there. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo was there. Uh, Jared Goff. And then we go to Nick Foles. Matt Ryan. Uh, Cam Newton. Russell Wilson. Dak's about as good as all these guys. Yeah, the, the difference is, is like, yes, he, he, he is, but then we've seen time and time again, like those guys clearly didn't, didn't collapse in the playoffs, and, and to some extent, they probably raised their game, and for some reason, Dak is, has an inability to do so. Yeah. So he just, big game, playoff game, good team, on the road or at home, it doesn't matter. You will not be getting the best version of him. Some guys have the ability to sort of rise to the occasion. Some of those guys were carried because they did have phenomenal rosters and phenomenal coaching. Uh, but nonetheless, Dak has shown time and time again who he is when it matters, and he's not a quarterback you want. So you take the opportunity this March to move on? 
I, contractually, I don't know how you're able to really finagle it. If it was possible, yes, I'd be down. I, I'm, I totally know what Dak is at this point. I think McCarthy and company are worse at what they do, but I think Dak is not a quarterback that could, I could ever trust winning a playoff game uh, or multiple at that. So, yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out on, on the Dak stuff. I'm out on the McCarthy stuff. This needs to be a clean sweeper here. I, I still feel like it's your best opportunity to put together a contender's role with him just because of – all the quarterbacks that have been bust for like the last 10 years in the draft, you know? Yeah. There's plenty of reasons to like it, but it, it continues to be the status quo. And I'm just, I'm just sick of, I'm just sick of seeing it. That could be someone else's deal. Now you go try and make that work. I think it's, it's been attempted here time and time again, and this is the results we get. I just, I don't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. I don't care what he does in the regular season. He does so many good things in the regular season. He cannot do it in the playoffs. So that's it. That, that's yeah. all we need to see. How many times do you need to be fooled by it? Do you need to give him another five-year contract to, to, to then finally come to the conclusion? Are you just going to let this ride out? Are you going to stand up and say, I'm going to make a decision. I'm drawing a line in the sand here. I'm sick of looking at this. He doesn't want to put the NFC Championship hat on because he wants more. And then he just poops himself for four quarters. I mean, it's, it was awful. We're, uh, it was, I mean, I, uh, why no, you're, would you're, I sit through no, another regular no, no. season just to arrive in January, only for you to, just to watch you defecate an entire field for four quarters? It's the one and done, boys. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the, the January yeah. jokes. Uh, I just have no reason to be optimistic or believe in number four in a postseason game. Anymore. I just want Dan Quinn to get some, though, bro. No, oh. Dan, Dan yeah, Quinn. Yeah, Dan yeah, Quinn is not. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, he yeah. does. The Dan clean Quinn sweeping knows. is Dan Quinn involved. Dan nobody's Quinn is, DDT'd him like he needs to be DDT'd on his radio airwaves. Like we getting Dak and McCarthy. No, that's, and Jerry. That's true. That's true. Well, Dan Quinn, I Quinn can't. Fumbled the that's bag, a difficult bro. needle to thread, isn't it? Does anybody want to take a shot at it? At what, Dan Quinn? Body just pile driving DQs. Yeah, uh, look the at job. what their defense did yesterday. Here's your Green Bay's drives: touchdown, 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 touchdown. There was one punt after the first touchdown, 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 touchdown. So yeah, uh, your defense couldn't do a damn thing. And yes, okay, if you want to call it a comeback attempt, which it wasn't. In the second half, your offense did a little bit of something because the Green Bay defense took their foot off the gas. But then your defense can't even give you a chance to come back because they can't stop Green Bay. Well, so your- if you can't get turnovers and you can't rush the passer in the first time all season, they didn't get a sack, you're not yeah. that good of a coordinator. Well, he's going to get a head coaching job. And yeah, he's, good. And he's, and he's going to be gone. He's likely hey, if you're going to fail, fail no, forward. No, no he's, yeah. likely, he's likely going to be gone. I mean, And you're probably not going to have to worry about that anymore. Now, now the question is, who will McCarthy replace him with? That, well, hopefully that, it's not McCarthy replacing him. Okay, hopefully McCarthy's maybe, gone. Maybe, okay. But even if McCarthy's here, I don't want I, McCarthy. I don't, I don't care what you Mike think McCarthy about a defensive coordinator. Go bring in. Yeah. Go hire my buddy Mike Nolan. See how that works. Great. So no, okay, it, now yeah. we'll go get Dan Quinn, and maybe Mike McCarthy Ooh. hired Dan Quinn. I don't know. I, I I find it hard to believe the Jones family allowed him the opportunity to go and then say, "Let me go make another hire." I think it was probably them deciding to go hire Dan Quinn. Man, there's just so many good topics that can break out at any second. Let's get one more phone call in. It's Chris on line two. Conclude us here in the 6 o'clock sound off. Chris, what you got? Yeah, man, I've drank through a divorce. <laughs> I've drank through uh, a lot of problems, but uh, I don't think I can drink my way out of this one. Uh, Micah Parsons is just like Errol Spence. Can't get it done when it matters. Oh, That's all I got to say. Wow, Come sounds on, like man. the Cowboys... Might stop, might might uh, drive Chris to stop drinking. That's a good call, Chris, because that's another guy that doesn't get any type of blame or anything. Is Micah? 
tell me what Micah's done in big playoff games and big games. One sack in four games, I yeah. think. So, yeah. Micah Parsons, for being as good as you are, and I do believe you are very good, we need you to step up and perform when the lights are brightest. You, you Bring that energy to Dak because he deserves that. Yeah. But your best defensive player deserves that too. And he's not a leader. Dak is. At least Dak is, has leadership traits. Micah doesn't have any of that. His mopey ass, moping around. I'm in my fields now. Rubbing people the wrong way in that locker room sometimes. Yeah. yeah, Micah, you can talk the talk, but you need to bring it in the postseason too. Yeah, he was a no-show for four quarters on the field, and then I believe he was a no-show at the microphone in the postgame, right? Yeah. yeah, we didn't have any audio from him, I don't believe. No, That's right. Yeah. Is it David and Burleson, uh, Karma, Tony Romo, Curse, he says. Ice B, all I'm saying, Jerry, give up, man. Rodeo Ron was on fire. Rudy says it's a disgrace. You had bonus, Dan. You had Israel with a shout-out to Jerry Davis. Eight was Steven. If you can't show up when the pressure's on, if you can't fit the tight window, if you can't change your arm angle, and then had a shot for Bobby Bell. Wee Wee James clarified a couple of things. <laughs> Shout out to you, bro. Eddie said Dak's about to kill his third head coach, and Chris doesn't think he can drink through this. Who are you voting for, Chief? I was I thought I was going with Rodeo Ron, and then I found out we might be in store for a, uh, a good old fashioned Wee Wee off, and now all of a sudden Wee Wee James is a champion. <laughs> okay, Lucius. Yeah, I'm disappointed in drinking Jim Beam with. Rodeo Ron. <laughs> if you ain't disappointed in Jacob Jim Bay with Rodeo Ron, what if you had? <laughs> Bully. Yeah, I'm going to go wee wee. Uh, Ryan. I'm going to go with Bonus Dan because I'm all about cooking burgers. Yeah, yeah. Bonus Dan's having a good night. Yeah. Mm, Bud Light Dano. Yeah. I'll vote for Rodeo Ron, which means once again a tie in the six o'clock sound off. Congrats to Wee Wee James and Rodeo Ron. You've done it, gentlemen. We'll check in next week. Hopefully, we got some coaching news, some more news to react to. Uh, little two guys, one booth, an audio autopsy of where it went wrong for America's team is next to the nation. Welcome back, GBAC Nation. It's it's time now for two guys, one booth, an audio autopsy of where it went wrong. Segments brought to you by the Frankels. Life's unpredictable. Accidents happen. Franklin Frankel, the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one's been in an accident, contact Franklin Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817 Go online to truckwreck.com. And now here they are, your two hosts. Well, Chuck and Shia follow. Well, there's no better way to recap the disaster uh, that was yesterday in our nine-hour game day here on 105 through the fan, your home of the January joke Dallas Cowboys, than to relive it with two guys, one booth. Let's do that other thing, bros. Brad and Babe talking to their brothers and sisters and just want to start the broadcast with a word of thanks. Brothers and sisters, can we begin this afternoon's service with a word of Thanks to the Almighty for the invention of dome stadiums. Can I get an amen? Amen. Thank you very much. Um, That means means I believe, by the way. Yeah, exactly right. I believe that we are not out in the cold. I believe in a thing called love. I believe somebody forgot to tell Buffalo about these domes, these so-called stadiums. Yeah. uh, With a roof. Mm -hmm. 3117, they lead, by the way. They're They're building a new stadium without a roof. The seats will be oh, like a canopy yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the EPL stadiums. Uh, now, we had a little confident but not sure Tom Petty reference here from Babe. Tom Petty had a great line from the song Highway Companion, and he said, you're confident but not really sure. And I think that's where Green Bay is in this game. They're confident, but they're not quite sure because they haven't experienced it for the most part. Yeah, I don't think we ever need to hear about uh, playoff experience yeah. anymore. Oh my! Yeah, ever yeah. again. Ever again. Team. It does not matter. 
In fact, why the hell did we buy into that? Because we saw the Cowboys in the 90s be the youngest team and go win a damn Super Bowl when they shouldn't have done it. Sure. So that's the biggest myth in football. I'll tell you what we bought into is the Cowboys playing at home, playing great at home. We did. That's, that team did not look like anything we'd seen all year yeah, yesterday. That that we we bought into that they were going to boat race Green Bay because of how well they played at home all year. Well, they were on, I mean, the front runners were on a historical home winning streak. Yeah. They really were. Yeah. Uh, and then it all came crashing down yesterday. Damn it. The defense starts the game. Tank is making some plays in the backfield. We get him on a third down situation, but oh, there's that laundry. Second down and 10. Right to left for the Packers to start the game. Love with a little play action. Time flushed out. Wilson's got him around the legs. And Wilson brings him down along with Chauncey Golston. There is a marker out here in the secondary. That's not good. contact. Defense, number 26. That's Deron Bland. Automatic first So they, they play the first two plays really, really well, but then you get a defensive penalty like that, and it sends things sideways. And, of course, the Cowboys led the league in being penalized the most. Sure did, Brad. They were penalized the most. Penalized. Yeah, they sure were. Uh, and the snowball effect took on after that. I mean, that was two good plays. Yeah, D lost, stuff a run, then you got a sack, then it's all right, here's a free first down, go on down the field. Then when you got a chance to hold him to three, oh, Demarcus Lawrence, let me get a neutral zone infraction here. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, move on closer to the end zone, and then go score, Aaron Jones. We can't stop you, and we don't care to win the game today. We got vacation plans booked. All right, let's go to Brad. Uh, yeah. And the offense was definitely in a ditch. Well, <laughs> it starts with Green Bay 14, Dallas nothing in the middle of the second quarter, and the Cowboys have not yet gotten the offense out of the ditch. It's it's still in the garage. I think it still is. I think we're still looking like, where, where the hell did the offense go? I don't where know, man. Where did Dak and CD go? If you talk to some some people on Twitter, uh, you'll think that the offense really started to get going, and they, they found a great rhythm <laughs> that they look forward to carrying that momentum into week one of next year. You're looking at 35%, Wolchuk. That's the winning percentage of quarterbacks in their first career playoff start. 35%? 35%, yeah. Wow. We got two back to back with CJ Stroud and Jordan yep. Love. That's crazy. Maybe the trend is changing. <laughs> maybe we'd like to try and get a quarterback. Cowboys said, "Man, that's a cool stat." I would watch this. Probably better odds than Dak winning a playoff game right now. Two and five. Two and five right now. Yep. Gosh dang, Green Can't Bay run with Packers. That. Can't run from that. I mean, that's kind of where we're at, which is sad and unfortunate. And I love you, Dak, but I think it's time to move on. All right. Well, uh, did he or didn't he? That is the question. Did not see. He did not make the first down, though. That's personal sure. foul, face mask. Ah, there Defense we go. Number ninety-seven, fifteen-yard penalty, automatic first down. I take that back. He did make the first down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wasn't sure. I couldn't really tell from where I'm looking, but generally, I think Brad plays no take backs. But yeah, he was like, "Hey, it's the playoffs. The way this thing's going, that's fine. We need content here. I can't lose you, babe." Uh, Christy got into the mix. The great Christy Scales, and she was giving us an update on Jaron Curse, who I thought maybe lost his voice. He definitely lost his talent this year on the field. Mm-hmm. But he was trying to get people rallied. And the Sunday sermon on the Cowboys sideline being delivered vehemently by safety J. Ron Curse pulled the defense up. They've allowed 14 points, two touchdown runs. Cannot repeat the words they said, but basically the theme is let's go, guys. I think I know the words. Yeah. I can name that tune in three notes. <laughs> Probably the first letter. Yeah. Of the first word. At least someone was trying to get him going. I appreciate that, JK. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, they were all dejected. I mean, I'm surprised to hear there was even somebody there trying to at least act like he was uh, trying to get the team going because everybody just had this dazed and confused look in their eyes. They were all moping around and sad within minutes to start this game. I'm like, okay, this is this is terrible body language. Uh, I would say it yeah. started with C.D. Lamb. When I saw J.R. Alexander just all up in his uh, up in his kitchen, pushing him around, yeah, and just just Lamb, just mopey, pouty. I'm like, bro, the game's been on for five minutes. What are you doing here? But he knew the front runners are the front runners. They're down seven nothing. We don't have a chance here. He pushed him from behind. The man didn't even get up and look back at him. I know. Come on, bro. Let's turn around. He just took yeah. it. There's no fight. Oh, it's heartbreaking. All right. Wow. The lead, the, the lead really got out of hand within the blink of an eye, didn't it? Today, we're at the two-minute warning. Green Bay leading this one 20 to nothing. I beg pardon? Uh, let me repeat that, Brad. Green Bay leading this one 20 to nothing. That was the, that yeah. was the sentiment. It's like, wait, yeah. it, I beg your pardon? You're, I'm watching this, but I'm, I'm not believing what my eyes are seeing here well, because yeah, it really right. is that bad. It's sort of a joke. It's like yeah. it, was a, it was a parody uh, Saturday Night Live skit that we were watching. This isn't the real game. Yeah, I was expecting Ashton Kusher to pop out and say, you got punked. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> it was well, like uh, the Cowboys were playing in their first dance with Mary Jane. Another Tom, Tom, Tom Petty reference, Petty reference yeah. there. Yeah, I like that. Down. That was a good job, yeah. Uh, it inspired me. Brad and Babe just Running down a dream, too. Yeah. One more Trying play, yeah. and this thing would get worse than 20. But Big free falling. Yeah. Sorry. Bro, way free falling there. Big second and two. Prescott in the gun, fakes the inside handoff. Slant's picked off. At the 50, this might be a house call. To the 30, it's Darnell Savage. All the way in, 50-yard-plus return. That does not help. I think they were trying to force it there in a CD. You know, yeah. all the things that were going on there, that double slant. Savage is a good spot for that one, though. Just read it all the way. Undercut it. Here we Things go. Things aren't going your way. You start pressing. Yep. Start pressing a little bit. And that's where yep. mistakes will be made. Yep. Okay. Uh, we have Pollard touching the ball. He was touching it way too many times during the game, but at one point they uh, they flagged a tackle. And he spins out of bounds. Yeah, horse collar. And Walker may have, uh, Quay Walker, the linebacker, may have horse collared him. Sure did. Well, that'll help. Still right. a minute 38. I mean, it doesn't help. It doesn't <laughs> help Pollard. <laughs> Boy, they were trying their hardest to like keep this thing. Okay, maybe, maybe, you know, just just maybe. And and the Cowboys did have the chance of the double dip, and they did go in yeah. and finally get on the board with a big biscuit TD. Prescott in the gun, snap back. They're going to run it. No, they're going to throw it out to Ferguson, <laughs> and he's into the end zone for a touchdown. Great play fake inside by Prescott. Pulled it back, threw it out to Ferguson, and the Cowboys are on the board. Shockingly, they did get on the board there. They did not take the bagel that into was the with locker no room. No time on the clock, right? No yes. Time on the clock. Like you don't get that one in, you're not scoring at all. It was a scratch and claw yeah. to get one single point on the board there. I believe with like 12 seconds to go, uh, with one timeout, they ran a running back screen yeah. just in the middle of the defense that, of course, went for no gain. They loved their third and longs yesterday. It was like, all right, here's a second down run, third and eight, second down run, third and nine. Sounds like these Cowboys, Brad, have some doing to do. They're going to have the ball to start the third quarter, and Spike Dykes would say they've got some doing to do. 27-7 Green Bay at the half. Spike Dykes, I'm not familiar with your game, sir. Texas Tech, longtime coach. 
Sonny's, Sonny's dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's a yeah. great offensive mind. Very. Yeah. Very much so. We love Use him, you. Probably. Cowboys should get a field goal coming out of the half. Could use a little spike dikes right use now. Use a little spike dikes, yeah. Use Bring the whole family. Yeah. 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 Hey, Sonny. Maybe Sonny can be an officer. All the dykes. Promote him. What? I want uh, the whole family. But the There's Cowboys, a long lineage of football dykes in, in the great state of Texas. There are a lot of dykes. Um, but unfortunately, the Packers were eating the Cowboys' lunch. Down the right sideline for his third big double-digit play of the day. And they are eating the Cowboys' lunch. Can it make you uncomfortable? Uh, Having the, his lunch eaten? score? Yeah. yeah that's terrible. <laughs> Not as uncomfortable as Mike McCarthy, though, who might be singing uh, right about now, I don't have to live like a refugee. Yeah. No? Little Tom Petty? Tom Petty. Tom Petty. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. I got to get a Petty back. Yeah. Dawson is scrambling to the ladies' room. I believe he's got to drop a grumper because, listen, when you listen back to the game, uh, the they front runners, they'll make your tummy hurt. Aaron Jones loves playing the front runners. Second and two at the Dallas nine. Love under center. Hand off Jones. Starts left, cuts right. Hot knife through butter. Walks in. Green Bay touchdown. That's disappointing. Yeah, to say the least, Brad, that certainly was disappointing. And I was hoping, you know, this whole Green Bay deal, it left with A.A. Ron Rogers. But I guess it's just Aaron's in general that caused the Cowboys problems. And Aaron Jones is the guy who scored both touchdowns. They just can't deal with an Aaron, whether it's an Aaron yeah, Rodgers right? or an Aaron Jones. Right. It's true, man. You know what it is about those guys. There's an omen with the errands. Uh, finally, we got a little throwback situation and uh, a name that I don't believe was on anybody's bingo card to make an appearance on the official Front Runners broadcast. And that's one of the best playoff performances against the Cowboys in Dallas playoff history. Touchdowns by an opponent. One other has scored three touchdowns. Larry Schreiber of the 49ers Who in 1972. For, Who could forget Larry Schreiber? Larry Schreiber, ladies and gentlemen. I've been going back and forth trying to figure out what was more disrespectful at the end of that game yesterday. Was it the Packers victory formation where you could hear Jordan Love yell out, uh, here we go? Mm. Uh, or was it in running into the locker room, former Cowboy coach uh, Basaccia, who hates Brian Broaddus, he does. shout what, the, how what, about them Cowboys? What happened there? I was trying to figure out which one was ticking me off more. Oh, because the yeah, whole thing, the Rod Marinelli and all that. I We you know he, we were talking on the radio about Rod Marinelli and things like that. And, you know, he, he got wind of that, you know, that. And it just, you know, the, I, we were talking about, hey, we, we need to probably move on from Rod Marinelli here, that kind of thing. And he and Rod are really, really, really close. And so he, he ever since that point in time, he's always – been, not been a fan of mine at all. We've probably pissed a lot of people over there off today. Yeah. But maybe you should win a game. We won't. Yeah, it's your bad, guys. I mean, Figure it out. On. We were rooting for you. We all took you to win. Uh, but, yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad Liv, son, got got his deal there. I, would you have known that? That Liv no. Schreiber no. got three touchdowns against the Cowboys? <laughs> it's Larry Schreiber. No, it's Liv. <laughs> That's true. it was That's true. Ray Donovan, right? There it is. That is the, that is the final official... Two guys, one booth. Oh, no bet payoff for Brian. Yeah. Best sounds Damn it. from a nine-hour front-runners game day broadcast. Jerry Jones is calling the league office tonight saying, okay, now next year I'm going to need the three worst teams on my schedule, week one, two, and three, get everybody fired up. 
and then we'll let them down soft in January again. Sound like a deal? Deal. deal. Hey, we got to run, Nation. When we come back, uh, we'll be chatting with the Get Right, see what they have cooking uh, here for you on a Monday night broadcast, 7 to 11 here on 105 Through the Fan. Thank you, Lucius. Uh, tonight's configuration for the Get Right will be Alec Medford and Blake Elliott here mm-hmm. in the G-Bag Nation. And a good evening to you, gentlemen. How we doing? What's up, boys? How's it going? Been better. Yeah. Somber. Right. Where are you guys on the spectrum of super fans or, or Cowboys fans in general? I uh, have been my whole life, but, you know, whenever you're only 22, you haven't seen success before, so I'm kind of just numb to this feeling. Not really upset. Not really overly, uh, you know, worked up over it. Just kind of used to it. I, I, I think of it like a toxic relationship. I got that scene thrown around a lot, but I, I think this can really show your loyalty because me and Alec have never seen a Cowboys team be good in the playoffs. We've never seen it with our two own eyes. We've only heard about it. We've only seen highlights. We've only seen people talk about it. So if we're still fans going into next year, which I think we will be, that shows you how loyal we are. Because it's easy to give up. This is an easy out right now. You have a very easy out to no longer be a Cowboys fan and um, staying true. Are you going to dial down at all the expectations? Uh, I, or are you going to adjust? Are you going to stay inside being a fan? I think there's no way you can't dial down the expectations. And me and Alec would talk about it for the next four hours. There's, there's no way that whatever happens in a regular season you can really care about. It just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think one of the things is the, the, the point margin against bad teams. This team is so good at it, and, and you know, it, it starts to make a compelling statistical case that you're like, man, I can't, I can't fade this, can I? Uh, what was the moment you knew, Alec? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I, honestly, I, I started to feel uneasy after Green Bay's first touchdown because Jordan Love just looked like from the first snap of the game, he was locked in. And really, in pregame when, uh, you know, sideline reporters are saying, hey, Matt LaFour is out here saying, we're not supposed to win today. So we're just going to throw as many Hail Marys as we can and just be as bold as we can. And from that moment, I knew, okay, they're going to try to punch you in the face. And what's this thing? This thing that we've talked about all year, this team, they're not bullies. They don't know how to respond to getting punched in the face. I had a feeling we were going to get punched in the face right when I heard Will saying that. Yeah, I think when I saw Romeo Dobbs run the same over route on third down and be butt naked open every time, I, I realized we're just not ready to play i mean i was texting my friends when demarcus lawrence i heard y'all talking about earlier when they had those first couple stops i was like rundy's looking nice today i was like if we can do that and jordan love's gonna get his there here and there we'll be okay it'll maybe be a shootout i was like they they're not even contesting the catch and then obviously when they went up 14 nothing and then we were in the press box when they went up 21 nothing we heard all those green bay guys like slam the table they had oh, trouble yeah, yeah. Like, they were yelling like it was yeah. loud in there like i don't know if i i've never personally heard the press box that loud and it sounded like there was fans in there. You like should have turned around and looked mm-hmm. behind you. They were all standing up, and they were high fiving each yes. other, but they weren't yeah. hitting hands. They were that so they all they were all, every one of them. They all their scouts mm-hmm. and front office people Mark were all Murphy behind right us, there, and they all and then they even made an announcement in the press box that you can't really? cheer and all that. Wow! And then but you could see it only happens with the Eagles. Yeah, they but they were literally they were they were doing what the, what you always do. You bang on the table. It was yeah. loud when you score. <laughs> You yeah. just you slapped the table, and that's what yeah. they were doing. And uh, but they were kind of air high fiving each other. Wow! And it was like I look back and I'm like, man, you guys enjoy this. There was nothing we could do. There yeah. was yeah. what nothing, response? Nah. It wasn't as if nah. I was nah. like, we could lose this game, 
it may be a bad fumble or mm. bad clock management, but like I saw this coming. There is nothing you can do when you get absolutely smoked, obliterated, dismantled how you did. And my my question to all you guys is, I don't know how you bring Mike McCarthy back. Like, it has nothing to do about record and how the offensive scheme looks. Literally, just from a mentality standpoint, how do you bring Mike McCarthy back and be like, it's going to be different this year, guys? Yeah. I don't know how a single guy well, buys in. That's what that's that's what he's going to have to do. He's going to have to sell that to Jerry that I he know. had that he has. A, I, I, has a I would give him one percent chance to be able to sell. And I'm not saying he won't come back. I'm just saying I don't have any inkling of how another man could look him and say, I trust this guy to take us to the promised land after what's happened. I don't you, know how that you happens. you feel any different about the quarterback? I don't feel different about the quarterback. I, I Literally, I was talking to my friends today, and I was like, what's the problem? And some people were saying Jerry, the defense. And oh, I'm yeah. like, yeah. But at the end of the day, your leaders are your coach and your quarterback. And when when you get punched in the mouth and, and they were showing stuff, and we saw it from the press box, people saw it on TV, there was not a single player on that sideline that looked like, we're going to be able to come back in this game. That we have a chance of coming back. The moment, like Alex said, we're front runners. The moment we got behind, there was nobody that was like, oh, yeah, well, we have a chance. We got this guy at quarterback and that guy at coach. We're going to be able to come back in this game. Yeah, Pars- no. Parsons needs to take its ownership of this thing, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Indeed. Yeah. We'll pick up the conversation with you tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Thanks so much to Carter Freeman and Lucius Alexander there in the Pimp Cup handling everything. And, of course, Woolchuck and Chia following and Broadus. And I'm Gavin Dawson. Here comes the get right till tomorrow at 2. You're going home with the nation, Eddie's.